Believe it or not, it's a town called Flin Flon, exactly in the middle of Canada. Flin Flon is built on solid rock, and one of the first things we noticed were the boxed-in sewer pipes. Above ground, we'd never seen anything like it before. Hey, yo, what up, podcast enthusiasts? Raphael Saray, Bebe here as we get set for another installment of Sewer Box Office. We've got a doozy for you, as it is that folk singing Trubiak boy everybody seems to enjoy. The leader of the tiny army himself, C.C. Trubiak, came by the Sewer Box Office Center for Broadcast Excellence and opened up about his time in Flin Flon growing up, why he had to find himself to leave, why he had to find himself to return, and all of his tremendous musical ventures in the middle. Susan Gunn, Mafiante. Say actually hung out with CC of course when they were uh, going to school together and they were roommates together in Winnipeg so she knows a lot about his journey so she'll take the lead on this one so it's all about music laughter discovery intrigue and baristas in Ottawa it's an amazing chat and we hope you enjoy it here CC Trubiak on the sewer box office podcast Junior wanted to know how Flynn got its unusual name and luckily, I remembered reading somewhere just how it came about. Seems that originally it was the site of a mining claim, and some old prospectors named it after the character in a cheap dime novel they were reading, Flintabity Flonatin. Phew, some handle. No wonder they shortened it to Flinflon. But here we were in the heart of the town, and just in time for the opening parade of the Flinflon Annual Trout Festival. Like marrying the kids, I'm a sucker for a band. Always have been. Well, you're officially on the microphone, so we'll say hello. Oh my gosh, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello, Welcome. Dolly. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> it's really cool to be here. We're so excited that you are finally here. So, uh, I guess I'm a little bit... Well, you know, take me away. I'm guessing I'm a little bit at the helm with this one because it's a subject well, that's near and dear to my heart. I have a deep-seated... Kind of. But we, we like to start with history. these a lot of, are you from here? Are you not from here? Why aren't you from here? And I believe he's from here. I would just like to say uh, my next guest, <laughs> my next guest needs no introduction. Uh, <laughs> well, my next guest, he needs no introduction. And how are people going to know who he is? Well. It's radio, dear, or it's, it's internet radio. It is. Absolutely, it is. It is the, it is, it is Flynn Fawn's treasure absolute yes absolute. oh my goodness look he's, your he's, favorite person of life just blushing just, just blushing just terribly golden sun just 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 take it away just success just, just like local. he's covered in rouge he's, he's the, just the the, the 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 lovely and the talented golden throated cc curdy trubiak oh thank you thank Yours? you you're that so welcome. I'm going to speak into this mic. You can talk into that one. Yeah, yeah. You and I will take this one, and it will be a little bit more intimate here. So, yes. And like, Yes, exactly. So, yes, usually usually Raphael's when um, asking the majority of the questions here, but I just think considered our colorful and illustrious history mm-hmm. and hopefully future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll do, I'll do what Susan does on the other one, just sit here and drink quietly. <laughs> you don't even have your notebook open. No, I huh? open my notebook Aha! and make notes. There we need you, know. you. We need you. We do. We need you. Though, even though I have these wonderful um, guidelines here. So, Flynn Flynn, here we are. Wow. 
2018. It seems like a long journey. I think back to when we kind of started long this journey. journey it's a long that journey. Dark and night. Right? Oh, man. Flinflon was a whole different place in like the, oh, the early 90s. We were kids in high school just kind of trying to figure out what we we're doing on this planet. It was such a different time. It was such a different time. No internet. No internet. I no. think I got my first, and it still is today, my email account at Hapnot Collegiate across the street from where we're Right where we're sitting this. right now across from Studio B. We can see Hapnot Collegiate right Mr. The Harry Hobbs helped me yeah. get my first email account oh, on I yahoo.ca. He was Dolly the best. Olivia. And it's still to this day my primary personal email account. Is, is yes. that the, the sheep Dolly? Okay. No. <laughs> no. no. Far Cry. No. And Far Cry. Far Cry. But... Yeah, that's how far we've come. Because that was I was I was a grade twelver, and now I'm realizing that there's children in yeah yeah in elementary school. Right, like just like just a foreshadow (laughs) because Instagram accounts and because of like plus plus degree more more YouTube views than I have. You know, like there's the children are far advanced. We this is yeah, it's a whole other world. It is time has definitely passed. It's um, I just think about all our aspirations of those times and just really growing up in those days and especially especially in these times you know when we were dreamers right when we're dreamers and now you know kids are just hello, oh yeah we were definitely the kids dreamers. just came through the door okay yeah. grab your snack and go downstairs Mom, she wasn't home and I was wondering if we could go to Aces no sweetheart you have to Please. go downstairs no okay yeah go you have to cut the card. Come on. Come on. You are easy. You are. You're sweet. Okay, fine. Go to Izzy's. Don't be Go too to late. Okay? Come back early enough. But that just, you know what, though, actually, that weirdly almost sort of illustrates my point because there they go off into the, right? They just want to go off into the neighborhood and find out where their friends are and knock on their doors. And it like, I feel like we were just sort of on that cusp. We did that. We were on that cusp of just before technology just sort of was like we had that last kind of golden twilight of childhood where we were, you know, having to kind of knock on each other's doors and seek each other out. And then even after we moved to Winnipeg when we were... Yeah. I did that stuff right here in this neighborhood. Yeah. And we did we did do that downtown Winnipeg for those we early, early oh, years of my life, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously I, we need to talk about early influences. Talk to me. Influences... I mean, I can talk at length about the records we sit on, sat on bedroom floors and listened to, and you know, Olivia, Dolly, Linda Ronstadt, like you name it, Barbara Streisand, like all of it, etc., yeah, etc. That Anything was we could get our hands on that was something that was of an earlier time. I loved, almost, it seemed uh, yeah. Like. Well, you and I definitely yeah. connected uh, with music. Music was a core of, I mean, my connection with you. Mm-hmm. It started even as much as like you know Janis Joplin and the Doors, mm-hmm. and us bouncing around in that that cool jeep of yours what was it called again it was a scout it was a 1963 international scout it was really cool was. we bounced around in it, it and was. you would play that music loud and i yeah. was shot riding shotgun with you oh, and yeah. i felt really good and we'd be like just busting through the bush and just listening and to, like, i can tina turner oh, yeah, yeah we're here yeah. for a good time yeah all that good stuff and all that i music. mean that was all music i loved listening to growing and up was and a, i was a, that was I all was, on a cassette 
deck that was a cassette player. And, it wasn't and this long, was the 90s. This wasn't that long like, ago. This was like we weren't really li- no. four. Three, well, and we four. weren't. Re- I was not really listening to a lot of like for the nineties. I was not. Top 40. I was not listening to a lot yeah. of like. I think I've since gone back and like kind of appreciated like Pearl Jam, Hole, um, Nirvana. But at that Sound time, Garden. the yeah. Cardigan. At that at the, time. But at that time, I was actually not listening to a lot of that. I was listening to rock and roll music mm-hmm. and Motown and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yuck, Joan Mitchell, Joan Baez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember listening to Carly Simon. We oh, listened lo- to Carly Simon. Well, yeah. that's the stuff I grew up mm-hmm. influenced by. Obviously, with the other obvious ones, like that you said, I loved all those women. And well, I loved we grew a up with strong mamas that played these women, you know, like Barbara oh, yeah. Streisand and, and, and dads. people like that. Yeah. My dad loved. My dad loved. I got my I got my harder stuff from my dad. He he was the one who had a Led Zeppelin tape in his in his tape deck that I was you know his Acadia. Who doesn't deck. want a Led yeah. Zeppelin tape in their deck? <laughs> no doubt. Eight <laughs> <Hate> track. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So no, but, but at this time, you know, when we were so young and we were just kind of listening to all these influences and uh, like as an artistic aspiration, like did you have any artistic aspirations at all, or was tons? Just... I was a dreamer. Like I, I want. I had a. I had a lot of daydreams. I was daydreaming because everything felt like a performance. Everything like, right? did. Everything I loved did. film. Young, I loved a lot of old like Hollywood. Well, when you're going to I high love... school at that time, that's your little nine hundred two one zero. That's your little. Sure. That's your but little like, day. After, like after, even after we escaped to the city, where it was just sort of like whoa, like. Honestly, when I was naive and in my high school days, right across that street, I had mm-hmm. I had no educational aspirations. I did not think on that lens. I remember mm-hmm. being around other students that were like, mm-hmm. "I know I'm going to go to university. Yeah. And I'm going to do X, and Y, right, and, and they're Z. like, "I'm going to be a marine biologist, and I'm going to do this <laughs> and that." And I remember just exactly feeling just like, "Wow." I don't have a plan. Well, great. That wasn't me too. And yeah. I, I kind of was like, I just need to be free. Oh, I want to break free, free. baby. Yeah. And yeah. I just like right? had no other direction but Winnipeg. Right. And in your apartment. That and, apartment though. And that was my sort of jumping base of like life experience so rather than. There was that, but was there a want to leave Flinthon because it was a different place and there wasn't anything for you here or you felt like you were accepted here as maybe you were or like what drew you away uh, and then later we'll get to what drew you to come back for sure for sure Flinthon was not an easy place to grow up I admit that I I'm long since kind of past all of it but I do know that part of my my story is that yeah it was really tough I I was um it was a different time and this was even before you know Ellen came out on her show. I was I was like uh, you know a young and, mm-hmm. uh, and gay kid in a small mining mm-hmm. town. You know home yep. home of Absolutely. you know with, such, a very, with a very tight little base of people who were coming. Yeah, and, what was and going I, on and this was not a time where it was like it's not a like today. They were having parades. Right? So. There were no parades. There was no right. Where there today, was no, where it's like there was no pride committee. The, back the more exactly the more. Um, the more different you are, you know, the more celebrated you are today. It's like, wow, you know, please be part of our community. You're one of a kind. You're a unicorn. We want you. Like, we want unicorns. Call unicorns. Right? Back then, it was just like, oh, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> right? If you're a unicorn. Back of the, back of the line, yeah. unicorn. Yeah. But that's why I was drawn to people that were like me. But, yeah, it was tough. But I wouldn't mm. say I was the only one that struggled. I That's, that's what's one thing I've garnered from all these mm. years ba- back home is that, 
in my in my insular experience yeah it was tough but now that i'm back home and i've revisited this town and I've retrospectively gotten, there's a lot of people that have had yeah. their 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 story and tough times and we're all kind of on this journey together and it's just really wonderful to kind of be back home and mm-hmm. connected to this mm-hmm. this this again i think it is there is meaning there i'm still figuring out what it is well, it's a journey, right? Like you can't, you know, you don't know the meaning right away, right? Always the meaning is is ongoing. Do you know where you're going to? I, do you know? The do you like that the life thing? is showing you? <laughs> this one's gonna be full of Easter eggs, right? It's like somebody's gonna be like, "What does all this weird stuff they're saying mean?" <laughs> Easter eggs. Somebody's gonna have to make up. Oh. oh so life. There's gonna be a cutting room floor, right? So life beyond Flynn Flon. Oh. Life beyond Flynn Flon. Yes. So you settled on the road. You take the plunge. Against We're, the wind. Against the wind. And you take that first branch out of Flynn Flon. And so what's the ambition? You go to school. You do Honestly, some... I had no ambition. It was just kind I was, of to go I was out a searcher. into the... Yeah. Basically, I left here just kind of like a flailing person. Like, get me out of here. And I landed yeah. in a place kind of like Oz. Like, yep. for me, Absolutely. downtown Winnipeg. 1998 was kind of like an Oz. I opened mm-hmm. up my eyes and instead of rocks and above ground sewer boxes was this land of gay bars and, 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 uh, and culture and, and 24 and hour places and Chinese restaurants out of the rain and, yeah, oh, bridges oh, to cross right? like buses bridges to ride bridges to cross <laughs> buses to ride Grocery stores to you know right? walk through like, for hours. Neighborhoods I mean, to explore, like things that are just. It was like, an, yeah, it yeah. was it was like Oz to me, and I say that I was very naive. I didn't know how to take care of myself back then. All I wanted was to experience well, connection did, really? with people. I did connection, connection, right? connection in some way or other that mm-hmm. I had not experienced mm-hmm. in Flin Flon. Mm-hmm. And I Absolutely. got to experience that for years. I experienced it in Winnipeg for five mm-hmm. years, and then I moved to Ottawa. And I lived there for 12 years and experienced it there too. Well, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's okay. Why are you pressing the phone? Oh my because God. Like, oh, so, okay. Push I want to backtrack play, a little bit. I would, so I want to back at this point. Now you're talking about going off to Ottawa. So at this point, I want to backtrack a little bit and I want to just, I mm-hmm. want to talk a foreshadow here a little bit, but backtrack and foreshadow at the same time because I'm magic like that. Mm. Let's talk about the education you got where you went to school and the, the, what inevitably brought you to this town, your, your learning experience. Well, okay. Similarly to how I was kind of floating around Winnipeg, I worked at a blockbuster video in Osborne village. Uh, what, 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 what is that? I don't, this place where you would go in there and you would pay money in exchange for it was being a wonderful trusted time. to I take remember, video cassettes out again, VHS, if you will. I know they mean separately, but together. They mean... Oh my god! I worked there at the height of the Titanic. Oh my fame. god! We had like wall to wall double, <laughs> double, double VHS tapes in boxes at Blockbuster Video, and I had great time, great times in my free floating years in downtown Winnipeg. But um. I just Winnipeg felt lost there still. Winnipeg is a good first step. It's a good, it's a good first step, right? It's kind of like Winnipeg is like it's a. It's good, a very it's a, big small. It town. is. It's a very yeah. big small town. I it really had, is. And honestly, it really I had is. Really good times there, and had a really good time connecting with people there, and lots of good stories. 
but at the end of the day, I got really lost and bored, and something called me to Ottawa, and mm-hmm. I, it's probably because I have an uncle who lives there. Yes. And he's and he's Sterling. Um, right. Um, my uncle Sterling, and I think that kind of called me to a different town. Yeah. It didn't matter if it was Saskatoon, but it just happened to be yeah, Ottawa. Yeah. It was just That's now the, the winds there. of change have further dragged you on, and now this is the next kind of. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so you land in, you, so you land there, and so what's the next step? Did you know you were going to school, or did you just kind of like... It's a little more, okay, I'll break it down to some Cole's bullet points, because, okay? Okay, because the mental, truth is, mental, mental health as an occupation is like, that's a that's a huge, tremendous thing to want to do for people, right? So you, that can't be something you just kind of like stumbled into, right? Like you must have thought to yourself, like, this is, I'd like to... For sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because that instinct, that instinct. So did that. How Don't make him cry. No, 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 no. no. You're not making me cry. You're making me think. That's for sure. Oh, I like that better. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I flew into Ottawa, I had just been off the boat. I had worked the summer at Lake of the Woods, Ontario, Camp Whitney for the YMCA. I worked Mm. there for two summers. I was kind of like living on an island with this wonderful group of young people. Mm-hmm. This was between my Winnipeg year and my Ottawa year. So I basically worked for two summers at this camp in Ontario. So completely backtrack from the whole city situation into this. I the in the, the inner part of it. Yeah, the inner the inner of. part of it I was living on an island and just working in a kitchen mm-hmm. oh, and feeding nice. feeding like a staff of 120 oh. kids at YMCA camp. I love those years. I have a whole photo album I full bet. of this 2001. Oh, wow. But I, afterwards, the question came up, like, do I want to go haul my tail back to Winnipeg where I don't want to go back to, you know, Blockbuster Video or Angus Reed where I was working as like a, uh, you know, a, I had a lot of jobs or yeah. it was like, go, go to the land of, go to the land where my uncle lives, the land of Ottawa, the Parliament Here, Hill, where right? like maybe there's some, something some more for me. Some sort of golden me. opportunity, sure. I didn't even know at that time anything about politics. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know who our prime minister was. <laughs> I was that naive, that naive, and I just went with the right. Wind. Just go, just but, who cares? You don't have to know who the prime minister is. It's your country. Just get on a plane and go. I should have. <laughs> I should have. I'm ashamed. Don't want to. Don't pray. Like, well, it's tremendous. Dude. But lo and behold, don't shame our guest. Lo and behold, <laughs> guest shaming. Love... Guest shaming. <laughs> lo and behold, though, going to that land of Ottawa is where I not only found more about who I am I met I met Alain who you guys both know and I I found really kind of who I really am which helped me get back home so would would this be where the artistic journey began yeah yeah, I think so. I've seen some some tremendous photo shoots. And oh my God! Things. What have you seen? Oh, some 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 male well, modeling, I believe. Yes, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah. Long time ago. But but this sparked off a creative kind of regeneration, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is yay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. The 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 cool little story behind that is that at that time that I was doing all that creative stuff. I was still the same who I am now, like always kind of searching, mm-hmm. exploring, mm-hmm. but I was so much younger. And now if I look back on a lot of that stuff, I have to admit, I don't think I ha- I would have the same 
willingness to engage in a lot of the artistic things that but, I did. You know what, but though, it was I think really... that naivete is the thing that allows us to be able to do those things. It was worth it. Yeah. I was exploring different parts of myself, stuff that I hadn't really believed in before. So like getting asked by photographers in Ottawa to like do photo shoots or getting asked to like, you know, come to their studio. Sure. And, well, I remember and... when we lived in Winnipeg, that one in Osborne, that one chick, what was the, that? That shop. Ugh, Urban I can't remember. Waves? Yes. And she was like, come on on our fashion show. Right. It was. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, that stuff was still happening in Ottawa. And that's what helped me kind of like find, in a way, it was the stepping stone to finding the family here in Flin Flon. Because there's a lot mm -hmm. of creative people in Ottawa, mm -hmm. like Winnipeg, like every town and, and city across the country. Mm -hmm. And I started connecting with some really creative people in Ottawa, including some that really helped encourage me to like, like they heard me playing my guitar. They they knew that I loved singing. They knew I loved, I lived for music. That there was a passion as much there. As, that as much something as was going on. All the visual art stuff aside which was really just kind of a distraction and kind of like a well an outlet an, in, an invitation into a world full mm. of other really bizarre people who mm. think outside your box eventually an invitation. On the other, yeah exactly. it was an invitation and i Perfect. decided to dress up or dress down sure and i embraced it it helped me kind of discover parts of myself mm. but at the end of the day on the other side i came back around to well at the at my core, I'm just a simple guy. I love writing songs and playing music, and I'm not really interested in being like so in your face, right? As that, but um, it was really fun to play dress up, if you will. Those photo shoots Absolutely. and all of that photography stuff, and it's, it was really it's just an, it's really it's quite gorgeous, and it's but it's an outlet, right? Because it all leads to another thing. The evolution as an artist, right? Because you don't hatch out of an egg like the, the thing you are. You hatch out of an egg and then you grow from there. It's kind of a you know, it's a process. You don't. I definitely grew. I. Mm -hmm. And now there's proof on photograph and on the internet. You know. <laughs> there is. Yeah, Hail you the are very, you are very. But you are very. You you do have a very savvy way of you know working social media to you know make sure that we're all knowing what you're up to, which is it's fantabulous because people want to know, right? Because they want to know, like, what's what are you what are you singing? What are you you know, thinking and right. I know it was, it's such a weird thing. Social media. It is. It, it is. It kind of takes my it breath is. away sometimes. It does. It is. It's one of those things where it's just, I, you know, like we were talking about it earlier where you take a break from it for just a few hours and you return to it and it's almost bombarding, you know, the things you missed. Like, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, even, even just these recent, I mean, to be real again, which we, which we've been yes. in these, on the radio. in these real times, there's there's lots of um in reality there's so much going on in our world and there's so much going on in our community and like social media is a wonderful thing and an outlet to connect with people but mm -hmm. at the same time it's also sort of a doorway into stuff that might either if you're very sensitive or you don't have a it can a, divide a, people it also. can divide it's yes. yeah it can absolutely, as much as it, it brings people together, it can also absolutely divide people. Well, it's, it's people. like everybody has a little bit of nitroglycerin. And nitroglycerin can do excellent and wonderful things, and it all can do terrible things. Right? But now everybody has a little bit of and it. And everybody, yeah. if everybody throws yeah. their nitroglycerin at the same yes, spot. Yes, and then we've got man. And I've we been, do. I we have do. kind of been personally struggling these days with social media. It I mean, is, I realize it's, it, it's been a tool that's helped me connect 
with um, people, even even regarding my last my last year project with McBain, social media was a really big outlet to reach well, audiences and help me. Right, because as an independent age. artist, right, what else are you supposed to do? Are you going to sell them out of the trunk of your car? Like, you know, all the social media is kind of like, the, it's, you know, it's a, a necessary evil almost. It is, and I'm, that's why I'm cautious. Mm-hmm. There's still a part of me that has one kind of foot in the door of social media and another foot sort of like, I might decide to just sign out at any point, guys. I'm still right. going to be here. Yeah. Right. I just might not need to... Keep well, y'all so to, posted. If you need to find me, you know where I am. Well, it's an, ama- it's an amazing thing because yeah. a lot of creative people are, and performers, they're very introverted. And it's like, oh, perform yes. in front of a full room of people. I can do that. Talk to a person for five minutes. I will not be doing that. That's why this is yeah. kind of special. Yeah, I is. mean, it's getting in front of an audience at Johnny's Social Club is home. And I can do that with my family there. Yeah. Being, being here in even like kind of because just talking the, more personally yeah, it's the, a different because the gig. crowd yeah. becomes sort of like a almost like a like a like a static thing right you know you just they they become one kind of entity yeah they become an entity the crowd becomes an entity and and, and on every any given night that entity might go this way or that way and and, and then they, they, in a good way there's this mob mentality and as a seasoned performer, you sort of know how to bring them up and take them down, and you get this thing, and they give you energy back. And when you're in like a one-on-one situation, it's a very sort of different deal because you have to read subtle thoughts and you're thinking, and you you still want to appear cool, but you still want to be yourself, and it's a super cool kind of thing that you have to go through. That's why we like this format. We're very big Tom Snyder fans. Yes, big like Tom Snyder. Smoking, Tom Snyder. Upper lip sweating. Right, just like uh, just the interviewer, the interviewee. The phone line when we decide to turn it on, no like canned, fire up the color no TV. Canned applause. No yeah, applause. that's right. Yes, we're both. That's very, nice. Yeah. It's so Although nice. I always did kind of have daydreams about being on the Johnny Carson. Right. Well, well that means you right. made it. That, that was that right. Yeah. You know, come sit in the chair. Come sit in the chair. Right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But. Yeah. So. We go on this life journey, and uh, when you're obviously in this other part of the world, this is when you meet a lion. Yes? We? Your husband. Yeah. 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 So yeah. When, when did you guys, was it, was it the, the serendipitous meeting of these two mm. wonderful kindred people who, I just, I couldn't, I almost couldn't even believe when I met him, where I was like, one of my favorite people actually brought forth one, and even more a, like a, a most other favorite person right it was almost like how could these two this one have like it's like a plant that, that bears another flower it was almost like are you kidding me <laughs> there's two of them now <laughs> he's a sweet sweet man i he was is, working he is. i was working he at is a, a gem. downtown ottawa coffee shop this was over 11 years ago mm-hmm. Alain was a university student at Ottawa University is doing his master's in criminology. Go GG. Yeah. yeah. That's fascinating. I can't wait to have our talk with him. I'm just I can't wait for you like, guys to criminology, talk. Like criminology, like bah. Oh yeah. yeah. This man has You're gonna have to hide that oregano. He's a smart man. October. He's a smart man. And how? Mm-hmm. Now Buddy wouldn't pick you worth anything less, really, a smart than a smart man. Right. Oh wow. Well, right? That's Come on. Sweet. There's gotta be somebody who's gotta keep you stimulated. Oh, he does. <laughs> Take a shot. No, no, I'm sorry. I meant, yeah. I'm sorry, I meant that. that. I didn't mean it. I meant that purely. I meant that purely. I did. I meant that in the intellectual. I really did. Come on. 
Come on. So he he was um, getting coffee from the same coffee shop I worked at. He'll tell you this story too. I hope. Oh, well, we'll and he and we'll he re- the uh, no, we'll <laughs> give you the Brett and Susan treatment. We want the same story from two angles. Well, I was working behind the counter, and he had he had been coming in for like several weeks, like, and he had always asked for the same coffee, like a large house brew, and I'd get that, and he'd give me the money, and that was like I, I dealt with a lot of customers, a lot of a lot of actual like parliamentary. Sure. Big wigs. Is a Big wigs. Geographically, yeah, a lot where of you suits, were, for sure. A lot yeah. of suits and a lot of like yuppies to be honest and yeah. and slimy parliamentary people so i was used to like smoozing okay. and you yeah. know doing you know i really was yeah. but ellen came along and he after like maybe about a month of asking for the same large coffee mm-hmm. he stopped and he kind of asked me for like you know i'm waiting for the money and he says do you want to go for coffee sometime are you working in a coffee place yeah <laughs> i love it and when I looked at him, I looked at him because I like had to look down at my hand, which was waiting for the money. And then I looked up at him, and I saw all these beads of perspiration coming oh, yeah, down his forehead. Oh like, like there was two weeks oh. of rehearsing this. Yeah, it's like he he says, "Yo, today I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Today I'm doing it." Ferris Bueller's day off. Yeah. Wow. And it really wow. just felt like genuine. And I dealt with, like, honestly, I'm not kidding you. I've dealt with a lot of like people being slimy and you know honestly in you know, ottawa you know. there's a lot of really mm-hmm. interesting people but there's a lot of like arrogant people too and ellen well, is sure. not one of them so when i met him in ottawa it really it felt genuine hit me yeah and yeah. so we did we went yeah. for coffee and the rest is history wow good history ah that's but you know when you know you know right it's 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 it sounds cliched it sounds terrible it sounds like oh you know you know you'll know you do, right? I knew. You know, you kiss enough toads, you know, you know when you found a prince. Ugh, really? So then, <clears throat> so you meet him, well, and... Was yeah, there, did yeah. you, did you do gigs in Ottawa? Did you perform, or did you just hang out with these weird bohemians? That's a, I like, thank you. Um, I, meeting Ellen, meeting Ellen, oh, that's okay, let's take a break, ski. No, no, no. We can shut that one down. So, I'll even say this. This can all be cut out or whatever. But, like, I met Alain before. I met Alain before I started finding the courage to do anything creative. I was really insular. I was working at a coffee shop, but I was going nowhere. When I met Alain and he wanted to start dating... We started going for dates, and like I met this really sweet guy who had a lot he of like. He inspired you. He really did, oh, and he's and the supported. one. He's the one that encouraged me not only to like go to school, mm-hmm. and go back to university, and get a de- degree in social work, mm-hmm. but he also always kind of fanned my fire of creativity. Like mm-hmm. if I was playing my guitar at home and writing songs that were very simple, like D C G. <laughs> He, he nurtured that and he'd always tell me it was really good or if I'd like try to play like a really wimpy ass version of a Dolly Parton cover mm-hmm. song he would always like want to hear it so I would just play at home on my guitar I and bought, you felt I, free to do that I did that's where oh, that's see where, that's tremendous that's everything right there that's everything 
Yeah. That freedom, that freedom with another person to feel like, you know what, I can be the biggest dork in the world and show my inner thing. And oh, yeah. this person is going to lap it up. Anything I've ever written. Yeah. And anything I've ever played, Elena's heard first because I play it at Because home. you trust him to run that by him. Yeah, but I also, he, okay, just for the off, off the record, yeah, sort of right. not, sort of, but on, sort of. All right, he, pause, this, pause, yeah, pause. You no, could just, share this. Okay. This is sort of like a joking one. Okay, but okay. Like, what are the commercial, everybody? Alain's favorite artist in the world is Celine Dion. Well, we know that. You know we that? Don't. Okay, so I, I hope know, you I grill know. him. I knew that. Grill him because I knew that. I knew that. I No, I throw no shame. I know that. If I have a shameless... I, we love Celine John in this family. Oh, we, well, he, me and we saw her once live. Oh. We saw her live, and he's he wants to see her again. And I said, "We're gonna make it come true, baby." Right. But like, oh God, he loves Celine Dion. Oh. He loves those divas. Oh yeah. Anyways, oh, yeah. he always like nurtured me playing at home, which is cool, because that's how I started writing music, and um, uh, I just happened to have like friends and connections in Ottawa that like. Some of those people were like, well, I record. Why don't you come by and just bring your guitar? Mm-hmm. And and that's how, honestly, the first album started was just I had a handful of songs and I played a handful of covers. Right. To record that. So were these like home studios or were these like guys behind glass walls with sliders and things? or? It was home studios for both. Basically. We have these albums. Both. Yeah, no, so, but I don't know how they were made. Oh, okay. Can I Can I talk about it? <laughs> yes. Can I also snack on some chips before I do this? Yes, absolutely. Can we like restart this conversation? Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about the albums. When I lived in Ottawa, I was already going to university. I was living with Ellen, downtown Ottawa. I had a really good friend who worked at a restaurant in like on on Bank Street, uh, Bank Street, downtown That's Ottawa. <laughs> and uh, he was a great like karaoke performer and a great photographer he's my friend daniel oikel mm-hmm. and I, learned... I know because just through your page seeing his work it's just very it's very striking i met daniel yeah. oikel and he was like honestly a friend that helped me he was a real like kindred spirit mm-hmm. a real bird of just a feather. encouraging he, that he started artistic. out as honestly like i was a sitting at a restaurant downtown ottawa and he worked there and he served me and we just had this kind of kismet connection mm-hmm. he ended up um inviting me to his wedding because he got married to this wonderful man named eve this pilot like totally top oh gun totally top gun <laughs> and he had this wonderful fabulous beautiful wedding and my friend daniel asked me to sing at it so I played a couple songs to be honest with you I can't even remember the songs that I played but I did it in my to my degree, which is, I'm no Eric Bergman. I just basically strummed my guitar and sang a few songs. Mm-hmm. And that, and my friendship with Daniel has kind of been ever since. And Daniel, he's a very creative guy. He's done theater. He's He, he sings, he writes, um, he does photography. And he basically like saw something, I guess, in me. And he was just like, Cece, you need to, we need to record some of your stuff. I can record some of your stuff. I'm like... I was all starry-eyed and like, you can record oh, me. Right? And basically, like, I come over to his well, house. That's amazing, though, right? Because there was an album suddenly where there was nothing. Like, that's tremendous. My first album was basically three quarters, me coming over to my friend Daniel's house with my guitar and us recording in his bathroom 
where the acoustics were you know really what though but, the, but that's the thing that's the charm of it when you listen to it it's like you you feel that kind of like almost like a you know old home kind of strummy it's very kind of like, it's a very like carter family almost kind of thing yeah right? it's very when embryonic just, <laughs> yeah but no but that's not no no embryonic as well no it's i wouldn't no it's 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 pure not embryonic it's pure it's pure well i'm I can hear it and I'll, you know. You, but you're I know always going to hear your own criticisms. Yes. Right. You're not going to hear it from the ears of somebody who's playing it and thinking to themselves like, wow, you know, this guy recorded an album, right? You're listening to it from the ears of somebody who's like, you know, like, oh, I should have, oh. you know? Well, uh, In that sort of pre-social media age, how did you hype this thing up or was it just sort of this thing to have it to have it? It was kind of a thing to have it to have it. And then because I lived in Ottawa and was being influenced by, like, you know, they have those magazines on the streets. Yeah, like, Ottawa scene. Ottawa scene. Yeah. Ottawa. I mean... Yes. I did submit even the album to be reviewed by the Ottawa scene. Whatever. Whatever you have. The free magazine by the subway station thing. In retrospect, I know what my goal was. It was just to, like, express myself, share myself. But it was really... That's something I'm torn about. I don't know how much I want to... I remember I coming to, to that yeah, first show me. with Johnny's, though. This is my thing. Exactly. Yeah. I remember coming to that first show with Johnny's that you did here, like, four years ago, or whatever, whatever it was. It was just like... Which show? Do you mean, like... God. Do you mean, like, the opening for the Tiny Army? Well, yeah. They broke the fire laws. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Right? So there's that, right? You know, you do these things for yourself and you, you you have it and you think to yourself, wow, here it is. But then next thing you know, you're standing in front of, you know, like 70 Flint Flyers and Johnny's who are like... So let's talk about that transition, though. That whole from here to Flint Flon. Now suddenly you... Yes, yeah, you convince Ellen to uh, go Well, go but his with... journey in Flint Flon starts before that journey. Like, this is... Well, the long and the short of it for me was even though I was educationally and creatively inspired in Ottawa and also in love with Ellen, I was not finding anything that would help me with my, my life, my You're financial security. by nature. Exactly. And I yeah. was not finding work. I mean, it, Ottawa is a very bilingual city. So the fact that I was a Flin Flon born, but kind of only had like a grade nine French education. Mm-hmm. In that competitive field for social work in a big city, I was just not able to get the jobs or even the interviews for social right. work-related jobs after I got my social it, work degree. Yeah, so I had this simultaneous creative you're, side you're running with up this. Against uh, this block. I have to eat. <laughs> yeah. So even though I was recording an album and trying to get out there and like do some live gigs in Ottawa... I was also like, I gotta get my degree done and I gotta get a job in an office. Well, I couldn't get one in the, in, the quote unquote real job. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get I one in. <laughs> I couldn't get one in Ottawa, but my sister Ebony, who worked for the regional health authority where I currently work, she basically tipped me off to a job. She said, "Curtis, there's a position for a mental health clinician. Mm-hmm. Come, 
check it out or at least apply. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, you guys, I had a lot of turmoil over figuring I out bet, whether I wanted right? to come because home. Because that's a big step because I wrestled with the same thing because I left when I was 18 and I stayed away for 18 years. And when you're facing that decision, do I return to my hometown? Do I, you know, go go back Jojo to where you once came from? Like, come on. And when you come home, do you do so feeling strong or do you do so or feeling you do defeated? So feeling, right? Yeah. Kind of like, well, I well, guess I'm back in my be there. <laughs> like, right? And that was the feeling for a long time. I know for me, it was like, well, I guess I can always go back to Flynn Like, uh... the, the facing coming back to Flynn I won't kid you guys, I had like exorcist sleeps. I bet. Like, I was like bouncing in my bed and like I bet. my head was turning and I was like, Ellen, I don't know what to do. But I, how, I bet. Know, like... I know because I understand because what, what the situation, the climate when you left, right, was not a climate of love and tolerance and inclusion no when you left right you know it was not no but i have to say when i thought long and hard about it in ottawa and my main goal was to work towards finding some security in my life and i Mm -hmm. knew i had this education that i had paid for and that i fought really hard for going to school every Mm -hmm. day taking classes writing my pace writing my papers studying um I knew I had a passion for helping people and I thought, well, hey, there's this open door to come home to Flin Flon where you have a home you could stay in for the year. Mm-hmm. You have a family that you can hang out when, hang out with when you're not on work hours. And that was kind of like a long, hard talk I had to have with Ellen and I had mm-hmm. to say, I think I have a better opportunity to pay off my student debt and get some good work experience on my resume and Mm -hmm. we had a long hard talk as couples have to do Mm -hmm. and we agreed that we could make it work for a year we could weather that storm for the year but after the year yeah i had found myself so in love with flin flan and feeling that reconnection was helping me because that the conversations the, I'd have with LM yeah. were like now becoming less when I'm coming back to Ottawa and more like, is when there any, can you come here? Oh, you came yeah. here first without him. Was that? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. I lived because here. The, because I lived the here my first year. Flan, and the year of returns. Chicago, like the year of Chicago. Yeah. Were you All in, that jazz. Were you in Chicago no, as well? No, I just, I was, uh, I was media. I was interviewing people for it. So Chicago, there. I was, that was my first year here. Alain did not live here that year. He came the year after that. And I yeah. remember seeing your post about Chicago. Sitting down there in the city and being like, oh, wow. You still lived in Winnipeg I when guess. we did Chicago? Yes. And I'm like, I can't believe what's going on in Flin Flon. Because the year I left Flin Flon, the year after, was the year that Mark and Crystal came to town. That was the year that theater started up, basically, was when you and I left. 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 Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Right? That's I always think about that. I'm like, we left because there was, you know, we needed to seek out these creative things. And we did. But I think that's invaluable, though, that we did. That we went. And we did what we had to do. and We did. We did. And I love that it happened all before the internet. And just... So then, okay. But anyways, we're getting off tangent here. So you came here. And so you're talking to Ellen. And I remember this because... Like, you know, because I remember you think saying you're just going to spend a year here get to you know and suddenly that's it a land's moving here and it seems simple 
It's not. It's, 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 it's like, does. It sounds yeah, like No, you change your it life. Does. You'll come here. Like, and... hey, buddy, just pick up here. Pick up everything yeah. and just move down this way. Yeah, no, you have no root no. ties to this. You know, no. Just come by. It'll be fine. <laughs> no. no. E- like, even what I mean is the original idea of, like, coming for one year home felt simple. Mm-hmm. Because it had a time that cap on it. Yeah, it, it like, felt yeah. like a semester at university. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, that's I'll fun. go and experience yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, I'll yeah, dive yeah, into yeah, that. Hey. Yep. And that's why I did Chicago. That's why I, you know, enjoyed my job. But at the end of it, I just met so many fascinating and great people. Mm-hmm. Like, I could make an endless list of people here in Flin Flon. That, it's it's that, really odd how many talented people end up here. And I got to meet them. I didn't maybe know some of them when I had originally lived here. Mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I moved home, and I realized we have a common ground like music, and there's this a mu- there's an art scene. Yeah, this I met a lot of really community. cool people, in, and including yourselves, getting reacquainted with you, and getting to meet you. But you know, like if that hadn't existed here when I first came for that year, I would have. I would have gone back to Ottawa. Mm. And Ellen and I wouldn't really be here. We'd kind of be making it work in Ottawa. But um, the fact oh, that it existed yeah. was really And cool. isn't that interesting now? So now talent pe- talented people drawn to our community because of arts. Mm. Very interesting. A lot of beautiful people with such different experiences and backgrounds. And then yeah. they all have such a different, like, interest, like, well, we have now a Norva Center. We have a full-fledged hipster art gallery. Right. And we have like, uh, so Broadway-quality musicals. Yeah. And we have, like, a speakeasy that's full every Saturday night. Every and, Saturday yeah. night. With someone different. A music yeah. festival and with a, three I, nights of headliners. Yeah, for free, of like, course, you know. And unbelievable. Music festival. Unbelievable. So, but, like, I'm going to backtrack a little. So, okay, so you convince Alain to come out. I convince him to come out. Well, did, did you, like, cut... Hopefully you did it in the summer. For, like, come to this in the summer. <laughs> like, like, well, February, I'm sure he visited. Know. Well, like, I know he visited, but, like, come in May. You know, February might scare somebody off. I guess, like, I guess... I guess just as a... As a side note, like, Alan already was very familiar with Flin Flon before he moved here. Mm-hmm. We had already been together for years. He'd mm-hmm. come up with me mm-hmm. in summer times or Christmases. Mm-hmm. He'd met my family. Mm-hmm. So he, was he maybe wasn't as in, he wasn't familiar with the background, like, the, the additional characters to my family. Well, it was a fresh slate for him. It was like this, this novel for him, I guess. I think maybe by him getting to hear how my year went and getting to tell him how meaningful it was like I think that maybe helped him realize that maybe I could maybe there's a place for me maybe there's a place for me there and I I knew there would be and and there is there is there was there definitely was so he comes up here yeah he got hooked up with a job and he got also involved greatly with the community, just like me. Just mm-hmm. got right in there. Well, there we go. That will be part one of our uh, amazing interview with uh, the lovely, if not talented, C.C. Trubiak. And me and Susan got more jibber-jabber with part two upcoming about his work in the musicals, what he thinks about acting, what's on tap for C.C., and sort of what's it like to perform in the various 
settings that he's had, everything from the community hall to Johnny's to the Whitney Forum, and on and on it goes. So keep an eye out for that. Another installment of the Sewer Box Office Podcast.